Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey, a weekly podcast featuring real and practical spiritual conversations from diverse perspectives here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today, episode 181, Look for a Sign. And now your host, Rev. Cynthia Alice Anderson. Good morning and welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson and I'm the host and I'm here this morning in 818 Studios with my producer. Hello everybody, this is Dave Croft. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 181 of The Authentic Spiritual Journey. I hope that you had a an amazing weekend and uh, so happy that you joined us today. It is the first Monday of December and uh, it's... I, December, I can't believe the year's almost over, and we're rounding out 2021. I'm looking forward <laughs> to, what, to believe. whatever 2022 will be. It, wow, what what a, what a crazy, amazing year! And yeah, <laughs> it has been. I tell you, it has been for me too. Uh, for everyone I speak with, this has been a year unlike any other. I mean, the last two have really, and of course, nothing ever is really repeating itself. But you know, it always feels like. Uh, well, I'll say pre-pandemic, it felt as if we knew what was next next on the journey. But the truth is, friends, we never knew. That's true. <laughs> and I think we were a little bit asleep and thinking everything was always going to be as it always had been. You know, uh, things change and times they are changing and careers and <laughs> places we work is a changing. And yep. boy, we've all been through uh, uh, everyone really associated with this show both hosts, uh, producers. Oh, there's been so many changes in our lives over the last two years. So, friends, we're in it with you. It's not like, oh, it's just happening to me. Right. It's happening to all of us. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's it's just been a real time of change for us, and yep. uh, and just just really leaning on God and and trusting the universe has our back. Yes. And mm -hmm. uh, it's never not before. And every time that we've made a leap, there's always. It's not just getting caught, there's always something even better for our souls on the other yeah. side. And so we're trusting in that. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's all we can do, uh, dear friend, is to is to trust the next step and move forward with faith. And sometimes we need a little help on the journey, and that's exactly what today is about. Today's title is Dave. You want to give us the title? Today's title for one eighty one is look for a sign. Look for a sign. Look for a sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, look for a sign. Well, the why would I be doing this in the month of December? Look for a sign. Any ideas, Dave? Why would I be doing this in December? Well, it probably maybe has something to do with uh, some astrologers, you know? <laughs> some yes. would call them wise. <laughs> <clears throat> some would call them men. Some would call them men, well. you know? Yeah, I'm sure it was um, wise men. Some magi looking for yeah, a sign. Right. <laughs> Uh, that that would be that would be my guess uh, as we approach exactly. the time of Advent and 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 the holidays and Christmas season. Yes, exactly right. And I mean, I know the uh, I know the marketing has been in Christmas for a month now, but now that we're yeah, officially in December, I think it's okay for everybody to get on board. Well, I'm not sure why. I was thinking about Christmas in October this year. Uh, I always love the Christmas holiday. Uh, I love the cheesiness of it. I love the tradition. Uh, I love the serenity and the peace of it, you know, and. So, yes, I'm relating it to an aspect of the Christmas story, which is, if you're Christian, is when the, as Dave said, the wise men, quote unquote, that we hear about in the Bible, we know, in fact, they were astrologers, they were the uh, studiers of the stars, as everyone would have been during that time. You know, we we forget that... Um, you know, there used to be a real profound connection to the natural world that we are losing. It seems like every year we lose a little more of that with the advent of all this technology. But um, it used to be that the stars were looked at to, uh, you know, know what weather patterns were coming. You know, you you studied the cloud formations. You, well, in in this case, it was astrologers studying the stars and seeing a very bright star. And of course, even astrologers tell us, yes, there was in fact at that time a very specific star, you know, that was bright in the sky. Well, you would think everyone would have followed a star like that, but you know what? Get get this. Maybe not everybody was paying attention. <laughs> or maybe, maybe not everybody was looking. Maybe some people called it fake news or some people, <laughs> yeah. you know, were were star exactly. star deniers. <laughs> star deniers. Right. Well, uh, and so in our journey, oftentimes when we're headed towards something better, we need signs along the way, you know. So it's always been helpful to me to realize the universe is interested in my journey. Now, here's what I mean. When I set my intention or when I set any goal, I have a specific uh outcome in mind and i am taking actions i am you know praying about i am um focused on a certain direction if i'm heading that direction and i'm not getting signs of one kind or another then that causes me to pause now having said this here, here's what i want you to hear me say is that i'm not saying only look for signs I'm saying first be clear about your direction. First be clear about, you know, 
what is next for you. And then you look for affirmation that you're heading the right direction. So looking for a sign is getting outward affirmation for what you already know internally. Um, the first person I heard talk about this in a really clear way, he's become very uh, known uh, as a speaker and lecturer. His name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Dr. Joe, uh, first, I first saw him, it's like in the early 2000s in the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? And it was a group of researchers and scientists. And Dr. Joe is actually a chiropractor. You know, he's been a chiropractor for, I don't know what now, over 30 years, I guess. And he's also done a lot of research on the brain. And uh, uh, he talks a lot about how your... Um, how you can change, uh, uh, even affect healing in your own mind, body, and soul, you know, by working first. He starts with thoughts. But what he said in What the Bleep that I will never forget, and this is not the exact statement, okay, but this is the gist, is that um, he was talking about every morning he got up, he would look, he would set his intention for the day, and it would be about somehow seeing a sign that the universe was paying attention. And the sign for him, it wasn't like an instant manifestation. It would be somebody saying something that has to do with, you know, where he's heading, or it would be maybe a feather that fell right in his path. It's like, okay, that's for me. So you, you, when you're engaged with the universe, there is this constant, uh, almost constant rather, um, conversation that's going back and forth. It's like you set your intention and you look for a sign. As you receive the sign, it affirms your direction and intention. And then that intention deepens. It becomes a deeply held uh, belief. Sometimes even I'll use the word conviction. But the sign serves as a, you know, literally a signpost that you're headed the right direction. You know, now we have that on Siri. <laughs> you know, this is like the Siri of spirituality. Which way do I go next? You know, um, and and <clears throat> I think we, for most of us, the skill to be able to recognize and then follow signs is a little underdeveloped. And I want to encourage you to begin to work with the universe in uh you know, in looking for a sign. And I have a dear friend who's, uh, has a big job as a lawyer. And even though she works for a huge firm, what I always hear in her stories to me are her sacred intentions she takes before talking to these clients. You know, some of the biggest corporations in the world and her intention is so simple. But what then shows up at the table is this desire to get it done, this desire to have everyone leave happy. Anybody who's ever been in litigation knows that that rarely happens. But she's she's serving them at a different level than just the level of the physical. And then she gets back signs, right, through communication, through, um, what's the word? mediation rather than litigation, you see? So because she's been on the spiritual journey a long time, 
she really knows how to look for signs. Yeah, one one of the things that that uh, you know I've talked about eight eighteen before. I mean that 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 manifested itself not because of my love of the book of Deuteronomy, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, which is it's really, not one you just read every no, day. It's really, really not. <laughs> it's pretty dense legal legal book. Um, yeah, but it was seeing the number eight eighteen showing yes. up. You know, yes. And uh, Mindy Corcoran, you know, another host here on the on the yeah. on the channel, calls those God winks. But that they're really, it's like the universe kind mm-hmm. of trying trying to get your attention. And so, seeing the number eight eighteen, and so then kind of digging further into that. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, right now this is a real period of change just for me and for Shannon. You know, we we've, we've stepped yeah. away from from CCU after yeah. you know I'd been there eight eight years. Shannon had been there. I was going to say it's been a years. long time. Has yeah. been a really long time. And uh, leading up to that, uh, Shannon was seeing specifically the number three and the number three one three three thirteen. And so, uh, what 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 that's meant meant for her about uh, like the number three one three being a symbol of of progress and moving forward. And there's a difficult period, uh, uh, and yeah. and uh, trusting your intuition, trusting your inner wisdom. And uh, so that's that's numbers have been something that between Shannon and I have been yeah. pretty consistent. Like mm-hmm. weird times, like I'm just going to check the time. Boom. 818. I'm it driving happens and I to just be hap- 818, yeah. Happens to be 818. And uh, with Shannon, the numbers uh, 3 and 313 recently, especially within the last three wow. or four months. Well, and you know, often in numerology, when you get three in a row like that, um, if you add those together, 313 is a seven. Mm. And seven is the number of creation. You know, it's it's considered a very, very spiritual number. And of course, three is also a very spiritual number. Because uh, how long was Jonah in the whale? You know, three days. Mm-hmm. How long was Jesus in the tomb? You know, three yeah. days. So that three is a number of transformation. And yeah, that's that's a great sign, actually. Yeah. So I, I would encourage you, if 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 you're driving and, and you start seeing a number showing up repeatedly. Exactly. May, exactly. Maybe, maybe kind of perk your ears up and, and do, a, do a little digging. Do you know of any any good resources that we can kind of point people to? And this might yes, be let me, um, yes, uh, the book is called, um, I think it's called, I'll double check it at the break, The Life You Were Born to Live. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll get you some information on that. It It's uh it's a great book on numerology. All right. Yep, I've got it. That's by uh, Dan Millman. Yeah, Dan Millman. So Dan Millman uh, was a gymnast. He had a spiritual awakening, and there's a movie about him called uh, The Peaceful Warrior. And that is uh, his book. His original book was called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. All right. So we'll we'll definitely have a link to that in our show notes. Yeah, most definitely. And and this is great. This is exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. I haven't told this story in a long time, and I, I was talking to a friend the other day who said, will you tell me that story about the rock? And so, so I'm going to tell it now because there's a lot of people probably that haven't heard about it. So, And it was funny because it was uh, around Christmas time that it happened. But this was about uh, 25 years ago now. And so 
I had been on a, uh, I had recently been on a silent retreat in Kansas. There's a little place there. It's, it's a horse barn <laughs> that's been converted to a retreat center and it's real kind of, uh, bare bones in terms of, uh, the place. And I went there for a silent retreat. It was, uh, three days, I think. And, you know, I was, uh, new to a silent retreat. So I, you know, I brought all this food. I was going to do all this healthy eating and cooking, and I was going to be so conscious. And anyway, and I, I walked in, I, I prepared all my food, I ground all my coffee, and I thought, okay, well, that was the first half hour. Now, what, you know, now what am I going to do? Um, so anyway, it was pretty, I was laughing at myself. Anyway, I found myself uh, upstairs in the barn, and there was a a huge bookcase. And I was standing in front of the bookcase and I thought, you know, maybe I'm supposed to do some reading. Some people say, no, don't read on uh, silent retreats, but I was really guided to that area. And um, I think I'd already, you know, done my meditation and stuff. And it was so weird because I was in silence the whole time. It's like, well, <clears throat> what am I meditating for? Every moment is like a meditation. So I'd done my meditation. I go up to this bookcase and I'm looking and a book jumps off the shelf. <laughs> I, I could not. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I pull it down and it's a book about the great teacher in India named Sai Baba. And I'd never heard of Sai Baba at that time. I'd heard of Paramahansa Yogananda. Uh, you know, I'd heard, I'd read a lot about the teachers in the East, but I had no idea who Sai Baba was. And I learned through the reading that Sai Baba, yes, was an avatar, a teacher, a guru. And the stories in this book seemed pretty amazing. They were written by some of his disciples. And as I read, I started coming to the awareness that Sai Baba was doing miracles in today's world that Jesus had done, including what's called bilocating. In other words, being in two places at once. Hmm. I'd never heard anything like this. And, you know, as a little girl from Red Oak, Georgia, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm saying to myself, is this for real? And I began to doubt almost immediately because spiritually, I'm not one that, you know, reads something about oh other dimensions and goes, yay, let's jump right in. I go, oh, I don't know. You know, I tend to be cynical in my approach to spiritual things because a lot of people I've noticed over the years that claim to be spiritual, it's all about them. And so I'm very, very slow to take on a new spiritual idea, but I'm always very interested to read about it and see what people are thinking and feeling. Anyway, so I started reading this Sai Baba book. Well, there were a number of books, and I read them all weekend. And so I came back from you know this retreat, and I'm sitting on my little apartment. It's freezing cold because I'm living in Kansas City. And um, there was a story in there by one of his disciples, and it said they were in a prayer meeting, and in the prayer meeting, uh, they were praying to Sai Baba, and a rock fell out through the ceiling into the guy's hand, and the rock 
was from the Ganges River. And I thought, this is, <laughs> I said, man, I, I, is this really happening? I, I, I said, either I have lost my mind or there's really something to this. I mean, I was at such a choice point in my belief system. I was in ministerial school at the time. Uh, you know, I was moving into full-time ministry. I was working at the church and I had already questioned so much of my beliefs. And of course, that's what the whole ministerial journey is. I felt like, I felt like I went into a rock tumbler at the beginning of, you know, ministerial school and I came out maybe a little more shiny at the end. And, but it, it tries to break down your beliefs. It tries to break you down. That was the old uh, system anyway. I think they're doing it. Maybe they're a little more evolved now. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it was trying to almost break down your beliefs so that you could figure out what it was you believed. Anyway, so I was in the middle of all that. I just come off all the silence. And I was like, okay, either this is real or, you know, I'm the biggest sucker in the world. And so I put out my arm. I said, okay, God, I'm going to put out my arm and you bring me my rock from the Ganges River if this is real. Because if you can do it for him, why can't you do it for me? If I don't get a rock, I am not going to ever believe in a single thing I read about Sai Baba or all this crazy stuff about the East. I'm not going to believe it. Because if it works for this guy, it should work for me or it's not spiritual truth. Well, <clears throat> I held my arm out for about an hour and a half <laughs> and nothing happened. And I said, okay, I give you 24 hours. This is me saying to God, I swear, friends, is that, that may be egoic. <laughs> I say to God, I'm giving you 24 hours. Well, that said, uh, I went into work the next morning. So this is about nine or 10 at night, you know, when I said this. So I go into work the next morning and it's Christmas time and there's a big secret Santa thing going on. And I go to my mailbox and there's a little gift in there. And I was like, oh, this is great. I don't know who this is from. And I start to walk down the hall and a woman from her office says, hey, 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 come here. You forgot something. I said, this is supposed to be secret Santa. <laughs> you're, you're not supposed to tell me what you're putting in my mailbox. She goes, no, no, no. <clears throat> I forgot the most important thing. And I said, oh, yeah. So I went to her office. This was a minister named Reverend Nancy Jerome. And I went into her office and she said, open it. I want you to open it right now. <laughs> and... <clears throat> I opened the box, <clears throat> standing in her office, I opened the box, and I go, what is it? <laughs> because it was not like, uh, it was not like anything I'd seen before. I said, what is it? She said, it's a rock. I said, a rock. <laughs> She goes, yeah, it's a rock from the Ganges River. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see how long ago it was? You hear in my voice my tears. Happy and proud to share that with you. Still today, 
I'm amazed by that story and that connection. And so with that, we'll go to a quick break and we'll be back right after these messages. Hello, my name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. We are now completing three years of being on the air, and I wanted to personally thank you for all of your support. As a listener, as you share the podcast on your social media pages, and for your financial support. We would not be where we are today without this amazing support, which is in over 80 countries and 150,000 downloads worldwide. So I thank you, dear friend. I'm grateful we get to walk this journey together. And I cannot wait to see what we're able to do in another three years. Thank you again, dear friend, and blessings on the journey. Welcome back. We're glad you're with us. And uh, I'll tell you that that story, uh, that rock from the Ganges River, <laughs> this, this friend of mine uh, who I've known for a really long time, she says she thinks about it all the time uh, because her, her story to me was that um, it helps her believe anything is possible, you know, and so um, as I said, I don't, I'm not sure I recommend testing the universe. If you don't bring this in 24 hours, I'm not going to believe it, but maybe, but maybe that is exactly what you need to do. You know, uh, I love being in this intimate relationship with the universe. And I think that's what we all want. That's what we're all seeking. And I hope that story was helpful to you to know, uh, you know, if we can conceive of it, it, it can be right? That we are such powerful, powerful co-creators. And as I'm even saying all this, I don't want to forget that there's something in the mind. Um, uh, you know, uh, Dave, I don't know if you've noticed, whenever you get a new car, all of a sudden you're seeing those cars everywhere. Oh yeah, there's actually a, yeah. there's a scientific word for that that or yeah, a phenomena. it's called the reticular activating mechanism in the brain. Yeah, we, when we got our uh, convertible Beetles, like look at all the Beetles on the road. I can't <laughs> exactly. believe we're trendsetters. I guess no, it's it's, it's the it, bias of it, your own. It, you know. It's called yeah the the biology of the brain, right? Exactly. So so uh, what is so interesting, or I should say, neurology, I guess, of the brain, but but the um, it's like when you begin to establish a consciousness, you're able to see it around you. So it's good when you see a sign and, uh, uh, or, or you're, sorry, let me start again. It's good when you are, are holding an intention and creating a consciousness that then you start seeing signs that are consistent with that. You know, it's telling you that you are beginning to establish this in consciousness. Um, you know, years ago when I was, um, th I mean, this is a long time ago, probably 20 years ago, somebody was talking to me, um, and saying it was something about, uh, well, when I was teaching, I did a program, um, where I would bring in local celebrities and having them do programs with the kids. And they go, you always seem to attract, you know, this type of people. But now you're going to be a minister. I go, right, I'm going to be minister to the stars. <laughs> and I, I said it kind of jokingly. Well, very in this last year, very interestingly, 
I have started working with more actors and actresses, uh, you know, that are on various programs. Uh, uh, one recently was in a class and he had to miss the class because he was shooting a Spike Lee movie. He was, he was, he was acting in a Spike Lee movie and somebody else was just in another, uh, show that happens to be on the CW network and she's going to come on later as a guest in the show. And something that I just kind of offhandedly said 20 years ago has manifested, I mean, without any particular effort other than uh, I love to work with creative people. But this is how powerful our word is in in how we're creating. And so what uh, what was so interesting as this started happening I remembered I had that memory of saying that so long ago as like a throw off statement. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be ministered to the stars. I said, oh, yeah, Ellen's going to call me. You know, it, it was just a it was a joke, really. But you know what? The universe didn't hear it as a joke. The universe said, you got it. Careful what you, you wish for. <laughs> yeah. And and the funny thing is. um, You know, I hold everything in confidence and. Uh, I, I'm so not starstruck by that. Finally, one of the actors said, you do know I'm in this show on TV, right? <laughs> I was so low key about it, you know, uh, because what I see is creative people are, um, you know, they're naturally spiritual because they have to connect, you know, with this, uh, energy to do what they do. Um, I don't know if, uh, most of our listeners probably have heard of the book, The Power of Now, you know, by Eckhart Tolle. And a lot of actors actually have used that. Uh, there have been a lot of actors that have started study groups on that because really to to be to in their craft of acting, they have to really be in the moment, you know. And uh, anyway, all that said, I love to work with with creative people. But when that started happening, that was a sign to me that this this what was said once years ago as a almost offhanded comment was actually coming to fruition. So this is what I mean about looking for signs. It's like, oh yeah. And it helps me know, oh wow, I am a powerful co-creator. I am creating what's happening in my life. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes the manifestations are more instant. But you know what? I am creating. I am manifesting. I am working with the universe itself. And of course, as I say the universe, I am meaning the presence of God. I just think God, when I use that word God, it is so limiting that sometimes I love to use the word universe because most of us picture God as an old white man with a beard, you know, as I lovingly say, with the long gold chain with a big G on it, you know. Uh, in other words, the Hollywood God. And so sometimes I use the word universe because it just opens me up to something really vast. It's like, wow, you know, all that is, is God. Everything I see, everything I breathe, everything, everything, it's all God. So I love to be in this intimate relationship with all that is. And I love looking for signs. So what happens is that as we, you know, are on this journey for a while, it becomes, um, as we're, as we're on this journey for a while, it becomes, um, second nature to notice these things. It also, as we become more mature on the journey, it helps us avoid typically, uh, 
uh, dangerous situations, a negative energy, because we can read what the signs are. We can read what the signs are. And so, um, you know, I heard, this is Maya Angelou years ago, say, when, when people tell you who they are, you know, believe them. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, with my positivity and always seeing the best and, and trying to, uh, you know, always g give people a second chance. Sometimes I missed some of the things that people were telling me. And as I've aged, I think it's just, you know, the wisdom of age as well, that as I've aged, I'm getting more and more aware of certain signs and what certain behaviors mean. And so this also helps my journey because I don't have to enter into things that are unhealthy. I don't have to, um, you know, remain connected to situations that are not uh, supportive of me and my uh, life and my family, right? So so just think about that as you're, you know, going throughout your days coming up, like, you know, what am I seeing that I'm kind of discounting? What am I not seeing that is an affirmation, uh, you know, of my direction, of my purpose? Because I can guarantee you signs are happening. Now, let me, I'm going to talk about the converse of that, which is what if I have a direction and I'm not seeing any signs? <laughs> well, <clears throat> this is when we pause. This is when we take a pause and we just say, I'm going to reevaluate. Because sometimes we're heading a direction, we're doing so out of an egoic need, uh, we're doing so out of a um, uh, kind of drive of the personality, and it may not be soul-directed. Well, if doors don't start to open, if signs do not start to materialize, then we can pretty much bet that we're not heading the right direction. Now, there are times, though, where we are to hold the vision, sometimes we're to pause, you know, sometimes not seeing a sign means wait, like the divine timing is not now, it doesn't mean this dream is never going to be, but it means that maybe we need a pause, you know, maybe we need to reassess. And uh, if you're on the journey, you know, seriously, that's a part of it. That's always going to be a part of it because we are spiritual souls, yes, but we're living in this third dimension reality, third dimensional, I should say, third dimensional reality, and uh, things are constantly changing. And we want to be as conscious as possible as we move forward on the journey. And so we don't want to uh, pause to the point that we're not, you know, moving when it's time to move. But I've really learned if I am rushing, if I feel pushed, uh, no, it is not meant to be. And I've had people, uh, you know, very well-meaning try to push me forward in uh, my career, saying, you know, you need to hire all these teams, you know, to work for you and do all this stuff. And, you know, I've just discovered that's not right for me. And I'm fine if nobody understands that. That's not right for me. And if I feel pushed, if I feel like, oh, this is moving too fast, it's not right for me. So that uh, 
that wisdom in moving forward on the journey, that needing to pause if you're not seeing a sign is a very important aspect of your spiritual journey. You can't always constantly move forward. You know, even at the beach, there's an ebb and a flow. (laughs) There's four seasons. You know, sometimes you got to go inward. Sometimes you wait. Sometimes it's time to bloom. Sometimes it's time to go in and wait. So just think about that, especially during this holy, holy season that we're embarking upon. So this, the season of Christmas, unfortunately, has has become really in the last 70 years, I'll say, so commercialized. You know, mostly our entire lifetimes, we forget what it was even about. It's really not about wrapped presents under a tree. <laughs> it's really about um, a celebration of the Christ energy that was born, that brought hope and peace, right, to a troubled people at a troubled time. And this is what we all seek, right, hope and peace. And so as you're thinking about, you know, this holiday season, what's yours to do as you're walking forward on your journey, I want you to remember the most holy and sacred thing this season, which is that essence, that Christ, that gift, you know, and let that be the guide. Like, is what I'm doing, is what I'm saying, moving me toward this Christ energy? These signs I am seeking, is it about self-aggrandizement or is it about becoming an enlightened being? Is it about becoming conscious? You know, so this is always the goal, to grow, to prosper, evolve, yes. But we are moving towards a greater awareness of who God is in us, this Christ essence. And so even if you're not Christian, you know What I'm calling the Christ essence is God itself, himself, herself, that was known so fully in Jesus, right? So so my hope for you this season is you don't forget what it's all about, that you get to have a time of of illumination, of awareness, of, uh, of peace, and of hope, and that the signs you're seeking are to move you forward in this direction. It's not about getting, it's about co-creating your life with God. And really this season is about, um, you know, seeing what, uh, how we can embody the Christ energy, that Christ child in every aspect of our lives. So this is my hope for you. We'll probably talk some more uh, this month about, you know, the specialness of the season. But dear friend, please remember to look for a sign. Because God is very, very interested in you, and the universe is constantly responding and changing. So as you become clear, as you you know are are really on this spiritual journey, you're going to see signs, you're going to see symbols, you're going to see uh, guides along the way, you know that support your forward movement on this journey uh, we call life. So, so I bless you. I thank you for your time, uh, with us today. And as always, I hope that as you, as you listen, you can make these, uh, shifts and changes in your awareness, just becoming a little more aware, 
just becoming a little more dialed in, just becoming a little more enlightened as you move through life so that not only are you blessed, but you become a blessing wherever you go. This is always the goal. So thank you for joining us today, dear friend. Blessings on the journey, and we will see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Authentic Spiritual Journey here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com support. The Authentic Spiritual Journey is copyright 2021, Cynthia Alice Anderson, all rights reserved. Our theme music is composed by Dave Croft and used with permission from RR Hot Publishing. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.